This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Today we'll discuss something uh, a little bit alternative, and that is reality testing. So this is something that uh, I brought up uh, previously on the podcast as a uh, something that people do with lucid dreaming and so lucid dreaming again is when you become aware while you're dreaming that you're dreaming and so then it becomes a lucid dream like you're lucid you're aware of the fact that you're dreaming and you're able to at least observe dispassionately if not affect the dream world the way that you want and this is often accomplished through what's called reality testing. And so people who are training themselves to lucid dream, and you can do this, you can, you can train yourself to, to become better at having lucid dreams. One of the things that is commonly taught is reality testing. And so as you go throughout your day, while you're awake, you are testing to see if reality is is real or you're you're testing to see if this is reality or if this is is a dream and uh, while avoiding all possible philosophical rabbit holes about you know reality being being a dream or that we're having dreams within dreams avoiding all of that um, because it's so far off base and off topic from what i'm talking about today um, you're basically testing to see if Something is consistent. They'll often, uh, often it's recommended to check the time because in the dream world, clocks are often screwed up. And so, um, a common thing is people say, you know, throughout the day, as you're going about your day, look at a clock and ask yourself if that clock makes sense. Does that clock make sense? Like, look outside. Is it dark out? Right? Okay. That clock says that it's midnight. That makes sense. A lot of times what you find in dreams is that it will appear dark outside, for example, but when you look at the clock, it'll say, you know, 11 a.m. And uh, that just doesn't really make sense, right? And so clocks are, are very often screwed up in dreams um, and they just don't work properly. So you, you, you take on this reality testing throughout the day, sort of building a habit. And the idea is that if you build this habit in the waking world, then when you go to sleep, your brain is more likely to fall into that habit and you'll actually start doing reality testing in your dreams, okay? It's very weird stuff, but um, I myself have tinkered around with it a bit. Um, I know others who have, and I've done quite a bit of reading on the subject because I've, I've just been very interested in lucid dreams. And um, it seems to work, at least it works for most people. Well, what I want to talk about today is similar, but I I want to talk about whether or not you're doing some reality testing in your waking life, not so that you can lucid dream at night, but so you can test the limits and the boundaries of this physical world that we live in, of this reality in which we exist. So I know that for me, I have found over the years that I've been able to do much more than I thought I could, that things which I would have said were near impossible in the past have come into my life, they've come into existence with great ease, with little to no difficulty at all. And I found that pretty surprising. Um, 
because again, there was a time in my life where I felt like these things were just not a part of my reality, so to speak. And now I've found that they can be and that it's not actually um, as unobtainable as I had perhaps thought that it was. So I think this speaks to how we view reality. We all have a particular view of what we're capable of and what we're not of humanity, of the universe, and like what's really going on here. Like what is life? You know, we all have a philosophy. Um, we all have guiding principles. And, and beyond that, we have a sort of underlying gut feeling about what this life is all about. And again, what is possible and what is not possible. And by doing a bit of reality testing, we can begin to see that um, this can change. Uh, this can change from day to day, from week to week, from month to month, certainly from year to year. The things that we once thought were impossible as a part of our reality suddenly appear. And they appear uh, typically, again, with great ease, with a lack of striving. We don't have to pull them into our lives, but we often find that these things come into our lives naturally and, and, and organically. And they, in doing so, they shift our understanding of, of reality, what we once thought was possible. I'll give you an example. So, uh, I'm a big football fan and, um, you know, what football players thought was possible 30 years ago is different than what we see professional athletes doing today. And I think a large uh, part of this is, is really just that athletes have begun to um, understand slowly over time what they're actually capable of. And so uh, everybody 30 years ago was comparing themselves to everyone around them at that time 30 years ago. But today we see athletes in all different sports, they're getting stronger, they're getting faster, uh, they're certainly more competitive, more flexible. Um, we're seeing things today that athletes in a particular field or sport um, likely would have thought was impossible uh, in the past. And, you know, I, I think that goes to show us that reality is not quite as rigid um, as we like to think that it is. We are not rigid or static, and our world is not as rigid and static as we tend to think it is. We tend to put ourselves in a box and say, this is who I am, this is how I am, this is just the way I am. And it may be true that this is the way you are right now today, but it doesn't mean that you have to be that person tomorrow or the day after or the day after. So I've shared many examples from my own life here on the podcast. If you've listened to many of the other episodes, you know, there were things that I just didn't think was, was possible uh, in my life. And through my yoga practice, um, through really challenging myself, both in, in my professional life, in my personal life, as an entrepreneur, as an employee, um, even as a husband and a father, I'm at a place, I'm doing things I, I didn't think that I could do um, in, in years gone by. And so I would invite you today to do a bit of reality testing. 
what is your real limit? What are the real boundaries in your life? Hey, I'm not saying we don't have limits. I'm not saying we don't have boundaries. We do. But what if your true limits and your true boundaries for like what is possible for you in your life here in this universe, what if those boundaries and limits were significantly different than you believe they are today? So I invite you to do some reality testing and to see if you can't perhaps stretch yourself in some new ways in some new areas. So for example, you know, you've been lifting, I don't know, say 50 pounds on a particular exercise at the gym, okay? Doesn't matter the exercise, doesn't matter the weight, right? But you know, you have a certain uh, weight that you've been using and you're doing a certain number of reps, a certain number of sets, why not push that a little bit? <laughs> why not push yourself a little bit to see if you can't do a little more, right? Um, reach a little farther, right? Go a little higher and do a little more than, than you thought you could. One of the ways in which I'm pushing myself lately is in my writing. And so, I uh, picked up a very interesting book by Chris Fox called 5,000 Words Per Hour. Now, if you don't do a lot of writing, you may not have you know a baseline for comparison here, but um, that's quite a lot of words to write in, in one hour, at least for most authors. Um, and so typically, right now I'm writing about 1,000 words per hour, uh, averaging a little higher than that. But through reading this book, Chris Fox was talking about his journey from, you know, <laughs> barely churning out 500, you know, words in an hour to, uh, to where he's peaking now at five or even 6,000 words per hour. And, and actually, I was reading from um, another author on the K-Boards forum, which is the, uh, uh, they have a wonderful writer's cafe on there. It's a Kindle, um, a Kindle forum for both Kindle users and also for Kindle authors and self-publishers. And um, there was someone on there talking about how since they started using voice dictation along with their writing, they're, they're, they now have had days where they've, you know, accomplished, um, you know, 12,000 uh, words in a day, which is a tremendous amount, uh, amount of words um, in a day for sure, right? But again, all of this just goes back to testing reality and what is possible. And just when we hear about people doing things like writing 5,000 words per hour, we begin to you know, believe that it's possible. And if we can believe that it's possible, we might be able to believe that it's possible for us. But that only comes as a part of our testing our reality, testing our limits and our capabilities. Otherwise, we get stuck in this sort of static and fixed um, opinion of ourselves and what we're capable of, right? This is the fixed mindset. And in opposition to that is what's called the growth mindset. And a growth mindset is one that believes that you can change, that you're not static, things aren't fixed. You can grow, you can learn, you can become something new and different and more and better. Uh, and it's very different from a fixed mindset where you know, a fixed mindset says, well, I'm just not that kind of person, or I'm just not able to do this or that. And um, those are sometimes honest things to say. Let, let's, let's give it a fair shake. 
it's sometimes a very honest thing to say, um, hey, I'm just not capable of doing that right now. But don't box yourself in to think that you could never do it. That's what I'm saying today. Test your reality. Test your capabilities and what is actually possible. I'll tell you this, and it gets it gets a little bit spooky. We are here in October, right? So so maybe it's okay to be a little spooky. And Halloween's my favorite holiday. But uh, but I'll tell you, it's a little spooky how when you start testing reality, you start realizing how flimsy it really is, that it's not actually as structured or as rigid or as certain as you probably thought that it was. And that, it really is a little spooky. It's a little freaky. And it it, it jars you somewhat. It, it is rather jarring to... Um, to see the fluidity and flexibility that really exists in reality. It makes me think about the Matrix movies, right? Where they talk about there is no spoon, okay? If you haven't seen the Matrix movies, you should. Um, you know, but this idea of everything in the Matrix is, its none of it's real. But it feels real. It smells real. It, it tastes real, right? It sounds real, right? It looks real. But it's not. And I think there are a lot of things in our own life that that truly, you know, it looks, it smells, it sounds, it feels, it tastes real, but it's not really, or it's only as real as we allow it to be. We have much greater control over what is real and what is our reality than we often like to believe in, and than we are often, you know, comfortable with. We're not always comfortable with it. Um, but... Uh, you know, take this for what it's worth, evaluate it, try it out, see if it helps you in your life. I would just encourage you to do some serious reality checking and to push yourself a little bit to see if you can't do a little more, jump a little higher, you know, uh, go a little uh, farther than you thought you could and test your reality. See if it doesn't bend a little bit when you apply some pressure. As always, you know this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. I thank you so much for listening. I'm Cody Ray Miller. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.